What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's Fit Identity Show. We're going to cover how to be more consistent with your health during the holidays. Yes, that's what's going to happen. I'm Mike Karpenko. This is Fit Identity, where we think, eat, and move the best that we can for the identity that we want to have and we want to create. Let's talk. Let's talk about today and how to be more consistent with your holidays and how I'm being more consistent with mine. I'm going to talk about 10 things that I'm trying to do, 10 things that I'm probably not doing all together, but I am making notes and doing some of them some of the time and pulling from them as assets. So I don't think it's something that you guys need to do all the time. I think you can pull a couple of these and use the ones that are best for you and your identity. So oh, let's talk. I mean, I came off being sick quite a bit. And it's during that time when, you know, of the year when we all have like some sort of illness or sickness or at least the majority of us are. There are those blessed few that will tell you how, you know, they never get sick and their immunity is the best and they eat the best and no matter what, they're bulletproof and nothing could ever affect them. They are X-Men. They are superheroes. God bless you guys. I'm not one of them. This year I got sick. This year, each week, it just kept compiling on top, one on top of another, you know, First it was tired, then it was bronchitis, then it was sore throat, then it was nasal. Like it just didn't stop until I went to the doctor, and you know the doctor was like, "Why did you wait so long?" You know that's what every person needs to hear from a, a physician is, "Why did you wait so long? Why didn't you come see me sooner?" Well, the reality is, I was hoping it would go away. That's why I didn't come to see you sooner. And being who I am and the way that I'm geared, I just didn't want to. Like I thought it would go away like everybody else. Some of us don't want to run to doctors and be like, hey, can you fix this hangnail that I have? Hey, can you fix the fact that I am just not having a good day? (laughs) So went to the doctor, gave me some medication. I got better really quickly. So thanks to my doctor, you guys, you're, you're awesome. You're amazing. Um, took care of it right away. Listen to me. That's one of the things that I'll say. If you're a physician out there, the best advice that I can give you, the best, even though I know that you are underneath budget constraints, that you guys have goals of the office and that you have to see the X amount of patients and do X amount of work and you have volume you have to do. The best thing that you can do is actually show your patients that you care, that you're listening, that you're actually uh, are concerned about their health rather than, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, 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 uh-huh. Like you've already made a preconceived notion on what you're going to give us. If that's the case, then just tell us and move us on. That would be even better. Just see me on a video call and be like, yo, bro, here you go. That's my only advice to a doctor, uh, doctors out there, and I will leave it at that. So I started to feel better, and when I came out of the feeling better, I just didn't, still just didn't feel well. And I'm like... I'm in a funk. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I called a buddy and we talked it out. And one of the things that he had said to me was, dude, this is the end of the year, man. Like, I know it's cliche to tell you, but it's the end of the year and there's a lot of chaos and there's a lot of stress involved. And I'm like, duh. And through the process of that conversation, he also brought up that saying, what is happening right now is 
at this time of the year, everybody is closing out their year. Everything that happened during that year. You know, they're looking back on what they accomplished, what they didn't accomplish, whether it was a good year, a tough year, all the events that were contained in the year or didn't contain, you know, in that year. And that elicits a full amount of emotions, right? Like tornado. You are in the middle of that tornado of finishing out a year that you had your own expectations against as well as your emotions. And then you've got this new year that's starting. And that's got new opportunities, new vision, strategies, plans, like pressures. It's got like a, you know, like a crazy amount of things that go along with it as well. And you're in this pressure cooker, right, of ending the year, starting the year, and then let's just throw in that it's a holiday season, you know, and you've got parties, you've got travel, you've got finances, you've got year-end taxes, you know, tra- everything, just everything that is involved at the end of the year. What happens to a good amount of us, and, and I would say this kind of happened or is happening right now with me, is he, the, the analogy, since I'm such a burrito freak, and I swear if I ever stop doing anything that I'm doing, I'm opening up a burrito truck. I haven't decided if I'm doing it beachside or if I'm doing it in the mountains, but it would be organic burritos in a food truck. That's it. I'm out of everything, and that's where I'm going to end up. So the analogy that was made to me, which is hilarious, is you're in a burrito right now. Each end of that burrito is, you know, one end is the end of the year, uh, the current year you're in. The other end is the is where you're going to start. And then you've got this tornado of stuff, but it all got wrapped up and it's got nowhere to go. And you're just in this burrito. And the only way out of it is to take a bite, right? Like to take some action. Like, like you, you got to bite into this thing and See what happens. See where where you drop stuff out of your beer, burrito ingredients out of it, like what you need to add to it, what's inside of it. Is it a good enough burrito? Is it bad enough? Like you just have no idea until you bite into this burrito and, and figure out the rest of it. And that's where I'm at. You know, I'm looking at a burrito. I'm numb. I'm stressed. I'm inconsistent. And not understanding at all, like, why or how or what's going on and I'm like god I I really need to manage this because I'm not an unfit person I'm not unhealthy I make great decisions you probably have made decisions throughout the year too and it's stressful I I don't even know how to describe it like it's just a place like you're like I don't know you seem like everything that you're doing it's it's working it's not working it creates more problems it's a weird place to be the end of the year. And I don't know how to describe it. And I think that, you know, you can just add in the mental health aspect of it too, because it's overwhelming. Even if you don't know, it's still mental weight that's on top of you. So this year, these are the things that I'm, uh, you know, kind of dealing with right now. And let's get into these things because I don't want to, I don't want to hold you guys up. And I appreciate you guys already doing like what five to five to seven minutes already have listened to a story of how I got to the point of knowing that I needed to think about how to handle the end of the year and, and think about how to stay healthy with the end of the year. Cause 
None of that breeds health, right? None of that breeds I'm fit. None of that breeds things are good for me and I've got high energy and I'm healthy and I'm happy and I'm moving on and I'm all over the place. It just says I'm numb, I'm stressed, and I'm in chaos. And it's just like me being sick. I hope it gets better. When will it get better? Should I call somebody? So I called a friend, and that was the story that they told me, and we figured it out. I'm a burrito. I'm in a burrito. <laughs> Hilarious, right? So here are the things I'm doing, and I'll kind of like jump into them a little bit and give you guys an idea of like how I'm doing them. But there's 10, and hopefully you'll be able to choose you know, one, two, maybe all of them, and see how you can fit them into your life in order to stay healthy so that as you go into 2023, you at least were able to be in a world of maintenance prior rather than a place of slipping and being any more numb or stressed or unfit, right? Like I think that that's that's one of the big things that we want to make sure, that you're not any more unfit ending out the year. So first thing, is I'm recognizing the place that I'm in. And I am giving value to the conversation that my friend had given me. I'm like, that's valuable. It's good stuff. Like, that's where I'm at. And I have to honestly admit that. I have to either look into a mirror, I have to say it to myself, and I have to be okay with that. Like, I'm in this period, and that's why I'm there. I'm not trying to disguise it. I'm not trying to make it worse. I'm not trying to go down rabbit holes. I don't have a shovel in my hand trying to dig as deep as I can into rabbit holes that were any deeper than I need to make them. It's just the time and space that I'm in. I need to give myself a little bit of grace. So hopefully you'll be able to give yourself a little bit of grace in the time period that we are in, everybody's in, and that you're not alone there, right? Like everyone's got chaos. Everyone is ending the year. Everyone is starting the new year. Everybody's in a burrito. It's your own burrito. Okay. Number two, I'm picking a pat. You know, I'm picking a process. I'm picking habits. I'm picking patterns that don't set me up for a failure. And I think that this is big, like huge. There is no reason for me to pick a plan, to pick a pattern, to pick habits that I know I'm going to fail at during the hardest time of the year. I don't want to be involved in anything that is too difficult to stick with, something that is going to add stress on top of stress on top of stress during the most difficult time. It's a tough time. And knowing that if I'm going to pick some sort of plan where I'm like, no, I'm going to get five workouts in a week, I'm going to eat, you know, I'm going to count my macros, you know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look as great as I possibly can, failure. That's just adding stress to stress. And where we have stress, we have inflammation. And where we fail, we are stopped with our momentum, period. That is completely unfit. Failure can be something considered to be getting more fit. But when we're failing on top of failing, because we're making, you know, creating a plan that is so ridiculously hard that failure is inevitable, it's not a good place to be. So especially during this time of year, we want momentum. And momentum is not picking a really hardcore plan. So if you want to count macros this time of year, you go for it. You want to count calories, you go for it. I don't. So I'm not picking a plan that is too stressful or that is going to set me up for failure. Number three, 
I'm accountable to only myself. I'm not accountable to a group. I'm not accountable to a plan. I'm not accountable to people. I'm accountable to me. And I've said this in the past uh, in, in many podcasts I've been on, and if you've ever had any time to talk to me about my word, and anybody who knows me who's my friend understands that my word is one of the biggest things that I have, and that I will always tell the story. My father said, I got two things that no one can take from you, and there's more than two, but, but two of the things that he told me that no one could take from you is your education and your experiences, you know, and your word. So education experiences are one and your word is the other, you know, they're a piece of a healthy identity and character that all of that is your word is a piece of your fit identity of making you fit. So when you say you're going to do something, you need to do it. So don't go back on your word during any time of this situation, during this holiday, during this season. Stay true to your word and that will help you continue with your character because a lot of stress is brought on by challenging your character, challenging who you are, going against things that you'd already say. If you're only going to work out three days a week, cool. You know, if it's just going to be cardio, great. If you're going to eat 80-20, perfect, or 50-50, or drink only on the weekends, that's your word. Be true to it and be true to your character. Don't allow other people to influence you. We'll talk about that in a minute. So number four, here's an interesting one. Do enough. And what do I mean by that? Don't do too much and don't do too little. Do enough. And that's going to pertain to my nutrition, to my workouts, and anything that matters. Right? If I do too much, or if I do too little, I'm going to add stress to the already stressful environment that I have, and it's going to cause me to fail, which is going to cause me to be unfit going into 2023. And I refuse to have that happen, especially during this time. So... Too much or too little is going to create environments and patterns that eventually are going to have to be undone in 2023. And to undo patterns takes way more time than to actually create patterns and habits that are your identity, right? Like to undo a pattern of losing your word to yourself takes way more time than just keeping your word. So for me, I'm going to do enough and I'm not going to be worried about what other people's are doing. So whatever their enough is, is on them. They want to count macros. They want to count calories. They want to count fat. You know, they want to work out eight times a day or three times a day, whatever it is, that's enough for them. And I'm not going to judge them and I'm happy for them. I'm going to do enough that is specific to me and my identity and my character so that I can have a fit identity going into 2023. Five, I think we've kind of been talking about it, but mindset. I get tested in this situation all the time and I always win. It's, uh, I feel that I'm different and I feel that I'm a leader. And I think that if you're listening to this, you feel the same way. You're a little different and that you can be a leader if you're not a leader. 
And what do I mean by that? You're going to be thrust into a lot of environments where you're going to be challenged against your character, against just you being you, against whatever plan system that you set up. And again, whatever is enough to you, you're going to be challenged against that. And here's what I'll say. You have standards. And your standards need to be upkept in any environment. You're not going to lower them. You shouldn't lower them. And I refuse to lower mine against anybody else's influence or judging. So if I stand out in a party because I don't drink that night, I stand out. If I stand out because I'm the fit guy and everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're eating like four pieces of pizza. I'm that guy. Those are my standards in which I will live by and I won't allow anybody to judge me against it and care. You can judge me. I just won't care. And if I need to eat healthy or if I need to be concerned about the sugar intake or alcohol intake or whatever it may be, then I will be a leader and I will stand out rather than blend in. I'd rather have people talk about me when I left the room be like, I can't believe like he doesn't drink. I can't believe he's like that. I think he's too much or he's too little. So be it. So you have this ability to be a leader, and as you go into the new year, whether it's for your kids, your family, your friends, your business, you will set the tone while people watch you and be like, oh, yeah, he does care about his health. He does care about being fit, thus giving you a piece of your own fit identity. So don't worry about fitting in. Worry about standing out. Number six, cliche is it's going to get control what you can control that's where i'm at like i can't control so much and right now i feel like i'm getting hit from every different direction everything right like and i'm sure you guys are getting hit from way more directions than i ever could be hit from you know family friends kids uh trips expenses uh who to buy presents for who not to buy presents for what's the budget who gets what you know all of it. Are you going to work out? Are you not going to work out? Uh, are you eating too much? Are you eating too little? Are you counting macros? Like, oh, there's all this stuff, but what can you control? Just the stuff that you have the ability to control. And what does that mean? You get to control how you think. You get to control whether or not you're having a positive thought or a negative thought. You, you get to control whether or not... It, you know, you can turn a negative mindset into a positive right away. You can control how you eat, when you eat, what you eat, how much you eat. That can be controlled immediately. or And you can control whether or not you move or not move. You can tr- control whether or not you sit on the couch or go for a workout. You can tr- control if you decide, to, you know, I'm going to work out three days a week, five days a week, six days a week. You control that. What you don't control is what your aunts, your uncles, the people say about you. You can't control what's served at the party. You can't control, you know, whether or not people are going to like your dress. You can't control whether or not other people's kids are nuts and crazy and you're just like, oh my gosh, who is the parent to that child? Like, who? Who is that child's parent? Because I need to have a conversation. Can't control it. So you can't get stressed out over that kind of stuff. So don't worry about it, especially during this time of year. You can't get, you can't get control your taxes. You can't control closing out your books. It's just what it is. So don't get upset over it. Number seven, commit to movement. And what do I mean by committing to movement? 
8,000 steps a day for me. That's the, that's the new research. Um, it used to be 10,000. I saw research. Don't know where I saw it. I read it. It was a big deal that was going around, and it had said um, there's no difference in general or no greater benefit between 8,000 and 10,000 steps, obviously, other than moving more, burning more calories. But in general, getting in 8,000 steps is almost as good as 10,000. So I'm striving for getting 8,000 steps in a day. I'm using a whoop, to, uh, not a whoop, that's not tracking my steps. I have a Garmin watch that tracks my steps, but I do use a whoop. None of those two are sponsored by this video, but those are the two things that I do use to monitor or monitor and analyze the data throughout my time. I love my whoop for sweet, for sleep alone. I love it. Um, I also am committing myself to, to working out four to five days a week, not high stress workouts. And here's why I'm not doing high stress workouts because it's stressful enough. And the last thing I need to do is to bring more stress. When I was training personal, uh, personal clients and taking those on, I'd have them fill out a questionnaire. One of the questions in, in it sections was what's your job like? What's your stress levels in your job? I needed to know these things because in a lot of ways, if you're stressed out at work, the last thing you need to do is to be met with stress with your workouts. You might need a less stressful style workout to not tax your systems, to not beat you up continuously, to actually still get your results without being stressed out to the max due to the fact that you had a crazy work day. However, there are those people that are like, I, I operate well in high stress environments and I do need to have, you know, I, I need that, I need that juice. I need to be stressed out in order to feel good. But there needs to be a balance in that world when you are considering your workouts. And especially right now, the last thing I want to do is add any more stress to myself that's going to make me unfit at the end of the year and going into 2023. So I am not choosing high stress workouts. And I don't want to feel like I'm competing with anybody at the end of the year. Not at this time. I don't care about leaderboards. I don't care, you know, whether or not, you know, somebody else has abs or bigger muscles or, or, you know, can lift more. I just don't care right now. All I care about, total body workouts. They're going to get me moving. They're going to make me feel good. I'm going to get in my steps and I'm just going to show up. Right now, I'm not training for anything other than to stay fit into 2022 and going into 2023. So right now, total body, doing some spin stuff, and I have zero plan, like zero whatsoever. I'm not even like, hey, you know what? I need to burn this many calories. Nope, not at all. Don't care. I just know that I need to move and need to finish out the year out in a good way. Number eight. Number eight is a really good one for all of you, all of you out there. When feeling stressed, I really have to sit back and take a moment to feel more grateful for the things that I have in my life. And I know it sounds cliche, but there are people out there that have it way worse than any one of us. And part of me feeling grateful and the thing that I do in order to feel grateful is to reach out and I deepen the relationships that are important to me. Like I, I make sure that I have quality time. I make sure that my phone conversations 
are are deep and lengthy and I'm involved and I'm undistracted and that I'm not just reaching out for the sake of reaching out and I'm not doing 14,000 things while checking in because you know what? That's inconsiderate and it's not good for you and it's not good for the person on the other end of that phone either. So what I try to do is I really try to create that quality time so that I can create momentum not only in my life, but I can also create positive momentum and energy in somebody else's that I care about because that's what's important to me. And as I do that, that strengthens the patterns and the habits to have those communications more often in 2023. So make an effort to deepen your relationships with the people that are important to you. Number nine, pretty simple one. This one has to do with how I'm eating. When in doubt or when I feel like I'm overindulging, I'm choosing single ingredient foods to eat. Pretty simple, right? Like if it's grown, almost like if it's grown from the ground or eat something from the ground, it's a single ingredient, it's probably going to be pretty healthy for me. I'm going to be okay with that. If I'm overindulging on a single ingredient, I think I'm going to be okay. I mean, how bad can several bananas or several oranges or several pieces of chicken be for me? Not as bad if I'm plowing down Cheetos, cupcakes, all kinds of crazy stuff. And obviously, that single ingredient is not sugar. And it's not just fat, the bad fats. Those things I'm not plowing down, even though they are single ingredients. Okay, so when in doubt, single ingredient. Um, and what can go along with that too is sometimes I just look at food and just say, is it healthy for me? Is, is, is it helping me or, or is it not helping me? And that's, I just leave it at that. I'm not going to go down that road right now during this time of year, this season, and worry about whether or not it's hindering me or helping me towards a goal. Because I don't have a goal other than to stay fit and to maintain going into 2023 so I can then evolve my fit identity even higher. And then number 10, and this is a big one. This is really who I am at, at its fullest. I just think to myself, don't be weak, don't complain, and handle the end of the year like a darn champion. Like, stop it. I get it. It's hard. You're in a burrito. Eat the burrito, Mike. Get rid of it. Be done. Enjoy the ingredients, whatever it may be. You're going to be in a burrito again. It's going to be a different style burrito. There's going to be less than in burritos, more in burritos. There's more burritos in my future. As long as I eat this burrito. But if I don't, this is the only burrito that I'm going to have and stay in. And I like burritos. That's where I'm at. I understand fully that no one is going to do anything for me. Nothing. No one. No one's showing up at my door, knocking on my door, saying, hey, Mike, let me help you get out of the hole that you're in, the funk that you're in, the problems that you have. Nobody is showing up. UPS man, the FedEx woman, the male person, you know, whatever it may be, DHL, whoever it is, they are not delivering me a solution out of the air. I need to do it. And the only way that it gets done is that I need to take action and move on. 
To me, inconsistency is an act of weakness and not a show of strength. And I don't want to be anything more than strong because that is what a fit identity is for me. It involves strength. That's one of the ingredients inside having a fit identity is a level of strength. You can determine what that strength is for you and what kind of strength you want to have. But that's the way I view it. And that number 10 is, is a real is a real good look inside my head. But these are the 10. And I hope that you guys choose from them. Um, I'll go over them real quick. Make sure you recognize the place that you're in. You know, pick a process that's not going to set you up for failure. Understand that you are accountable to only yourself. Do enough, which means not too little or too much. Know that you control your mindset and have the mindset of a leader. Number six, control what you can control. Seven, commit to some sort of movement. 8,000 steps in a day, a couple of workouts a day, just commit to something. Number eight, make, make an effort to deepen the relationships that are important to you. Number nine, when in doubt, choose a single ingredient food. And 10, don't be weak, don't complain, and handle the end of the year like a champion. So I hope this helps you guys. I hope there's a couple in there that you can choose. I hope that they there, there's some that you can choose even mid-year. No, I don't know what time you'll be listening to this. Maybe it's middle of the year and you find this podcast and you're like, wow, I can actually put these into play at any point in time. And I certainly hope that as you search for consistency in your own wellness fulfillment, that you can find some tools inside of this podcast that will help you with that. Don't be too rough on yourself. (laughs) I mean, we're all in our own personal struggle to have our fit identity, and we're all in that same boat. We're managing the end of the year. We're managing whatever time of the year we're in. We're managing chaos, and we're all trying to have some level of fit identity. I hope this helps you guys. I hope that this is something that you will share with people. I hope that it it starts conversation. You know me. I'm always open. Um, I'm always open to you guys following me on my social media, Mike Carpenko, pretty much everywhere. Um, Whatever I can do to help. If you think that there's some way that I can help you in some way, shape, or form, please reach out. Uh, Be ready to be a baller. Be ready to attack your current identity. And be ready to... Think about the vision that you have inside your head and bring it to life because that's what fit identity is all about. Those visions that are inside your head and bringing them to life. All right, guys, let's think, let's eat, and let's move to the best of our ability for the best of our identities and let's stay fit.